Welcome back to Held and Healed. This podcast is a resource filled with resources to help you on your healing journey, especially for women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. Today, I would like to focus on telling you about our online group that I facilitate. It is called Held and Healed, Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. Now, the first disclaimer is you do not have to be someone who is a Christian uh, to come into the group. Uh, We understand that a lot of women are coming from different places, different perspectives, and we just want you to know that the group will discuss um, biblical principles and concepts. We will talk about our faith in Jesus Christ, but it's not in a way that pushes that or forces that on other people. So I just want to give that disclaimer out of the gate. We know that a lot of people have been harmed greatly by the church and so-called Christians, and that is one of the main focuses of the group, is to give a safe space where people can say, this happened to me, this hurt, I'm not really sure how I feel about God because of how people represented him to me. And you can have a safe place to land with people who understand that. So I'm just going to read to you the about, the description of the group, and this would be what you would see as you as you come. And even for those of you who are already part of our group, this will be just a good reminder of the mission, the goals, the objectives of the group. And we know that this is not for everybody. That is okay. We know this group is not going to be a place that everybody feels um, like it's their their space, okay? And that's fine. So if you're in the group and you realize, eh, this isn't quite for me, then it's okay. It's okay just to exit. I've had women actually message me and say, I'm just at a different place in my journey right now. And sometimes seeing other people's stories and things are triggering. So some people, you know, depending on where they are in their journey, it we don't encourage that you share a lot of specifics about your stories for privacy, for safety, for legal reasons. But sometimes things do creep out. Sometimes I will share a story um, from elsewhere and it will be triggering. So I try to put trigger warnings on when possible, but just the nature of the group is that we do talk about the forms and patterns and systems of abuse. So the about section that says, welcome to Held and Healed. This is a community for Christian women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. If you are still in an abusive relationship and it's not safe for you to receive notifications or emails, please join when it is safe to do so. So let me focus on that for a moment. Um, if you are still in an unsafe uh, marriage relationship, this group is a very active group. And so even if you turn off notifications, you may on occasion get one, receive one, or if someone has access to your devices or your socials, please, please be careful. Come back to the group when you are in a safe place and someone else does not have access. And then I say, reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline or your local law enforcement for help. This group is really for women who are already on the other side. And I, I stress that over and over again. I am not equipped and qualified to advise people in legal matters and safety matters. And I always refer them to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, their local DV shelter, local law enforcement, etc. I continue, I have been on a journey and have experienced deep healing, hope, and revelation. I cannot keep that to myself. In this place, we will discuss domestic violence, adultery, addiction, complex PTSD, DV by proxy, self-care, spiritual abuse, childhood abuse, sexual abuse, and so much more. 
we discuss toxic teaching and preaching that holds victims captive to their abusers. We present hundreds of healing resources to help you on your healing journey. Note, absolutely no self-promotion will be tolerated. We will remove members who self-promote. We will. We are passionate about sharing resources that are abuse and trauma-informed, and we vet new resources for months before provo- promoting. If you have an outside source to share, please message me privately. And I will say, I am very passionate about this right here. I have had people join the group, see how active it is, see how many women are in it, and then they're immediately sharing their books and sharing their groups and things like that, and we say no, no tolerance whatsoever. I've had women message me and say that someone from within the group was messaging them privately and promoting their own groups, their own content, etc. And so that person who is doing that will immediately be removed because this is a rule right out of the front, right out of the gate. We have so many of us have been grossly horrifically harmed by bad content that's out there books leaders conferences all kinds of things that held us in horrific horrific systems of abuse either in our homes our churches um, our jobs wherever and so what it is really important to me is to make sure that resources are are safe as safe as i can determine from a bird's eye view okay on social media sometimes I will message a friend who's a mutual friend of a source or our content and I'll be like what do you know about this person personally what do you know about their character because I do not really care if someone can write an amazing book or teach an amazing course or preach an amazing sermon I really care about the content of their character and their heart and how they treat people they're actually many resources that I will not share because I have found out that the person is not who they portray themselves to be. And so if you have maybe sent me something to check out, maybe I just haven't had time to check it out because I do have limited time. Let's just face it. We all have limited amounts of time that we can invest in research. But the other thing may be that I've heard that something about that person's character is off and maybe they can write a really good book about abuse, but maybe it's because they themselves are an abuser and they don't even have to get inside the minds of someone. They are the someone. So there are some materials that I simply will not promote for that reason because I don't want another dime, another dollar to go to support somebody who is an absolute fraud, okay? And if you are new to our group and you don't even know anything about me or anything about the group and I don't know anything about you, please do not think that you can just come in and start promoting your content. I was part of a business training group um, about the same time, actually, that I started with um, Give Her Wings. And there are all these pay- people making all these promises, five ways to do this, five days to this, 12 steps to this, 12 weeks to this. But the reality is, is with trauma, it takes time. It takes work. It takes grueling amounts of time and energy and resources, finances to really, really, really do the hard work of healing. And anybody who promises that you can be better in a couple of days or a couple of weeks is full of it. I'm just going to say that, full of it. And there were so many people who were calling themselves experts, but they had absolutely positively no training no scientific or other forms of research to back up their claims. And it really made me feel nauseous. Now, I didn't have the understanding yet about trauma. 
I didn't have the understanding yet um, about nervous system regulation, but I was responding to these claims and these, um, yeah, it was just a lot of making promises to people. And I, I knew that I could not be part of that. So I just want to really protect and put a bubble around or a fence around or whatever you want to call it around this group. I can't promise that every single thing and every single person in this group is going to be safe. Nobody can promise that. But my goal is to make it a safer space, okay? Then I continue, there are many forms of abuse and we cover them all. We believe that abuse is grounds for a life-saving divorce. So if you are someone that does not believe that abuse is grounds for a life-saving divorce, this is not the group for you. Or if you don't believe that, but you're willing to listen to some people, explain why that um, the concept of, of the mistranslation of God hates divorce and all the scriptures that have been twisted about divorce, if you're willing to come and learn, that's great. But if you come into this group and you are going to condemn people for getting divorces because of abuse, this is not the group for you. If you're there saying, you know, this is what I've always been taught, but I'm willing to learn and really look at scripture in original language and context and culture, have at it. Come on in. We'd, we'd love to have you. But we believe that abuse is grounds for a life-saving divorce. And we talk about 18 different forms of abuse. This group is not intended to take the place of domestic violence, trauma-informed counseling, or, or legal counsel. Right out of the gate, not at all. We strongly encourage and we give you tips and tools for how to choose a domestic violence, trauma, abuse-informed, nervous system regulation-informed counselor. And we also uh, do not assume any legal. We just don't counsel on that. We ask that what is shared here (laughs) is held in confidence to protect the privacy and safety of all. If I find out that people are sharing stuff outside of this group, that was shared in this group, they will immediately be removed. That there is just no tolerance. We have got to protect each other. If you are still in court or custody battles, please be careful what you share. Any and everything that is sent out into cyberspace can be called into evidence in court. I want to say that again. If you are still in court or custody battles, please be careful what you share. Any and everything that you send out into cyberspace, we are talking about social media, emails, texts, etc., can be called into evidence in court. And I know women who have had things from their private messages used in court twisted around to be considered defamation of character when they were just trying to get help. So a safer bet is to do face-to-face contact, phone calls, etc. Please be careful because anything that's out there can be turned into a screenshot and used against you. And then I say again, if you are not a Christian, you are still welcome in this space. We do discuss God and the Bible, but we do not push religion on anyone. We do not use God's word as a weapon against others. Many of us have experienced spiritual abuse and scriptures have been taken out of context and used to harm us. This group does not defend institutional religion. Let me read that again. This group does not defend institutional religion but often exposes abuse within organizations. We do not force anyone to attend church, read the Bible, or pray. For those who have been harmed in church, they may need to step away from those things to heal. Please keep this in mind as you interact with others. And this is where I just got another message that was sent today. 
If you are in this group and you want to say not all churches or some churches are good and you shouldn't bash churches, this may not be the group for you. We're not going to tolerate comments like that because most of the 300, sorry, 3,400 women, most of the women in this group have been heinously abused by institutional religion. Most of them, okay? Highest percentage of abuse represented in this group of any other form of abuse. And when you say you're bashing churches and when you say not all churches are like that, when you say these things, you are gaslighting and minimizing those who have been through that. Maybe you have had a good experience in church. If so, be glad for that and be thankful for that. But most of the women that are coming into this space have been hurt so horrifically. And when we read or see comments like that, it takes us right back to when we were not listened to, when we were not heard, when we were betrayed, when we were shamed and blamed for other people's sin. I really, really, really feel strongly about this. So we do not force anyone to do these things for those who have been harmed in the church. They may need to step away from reading the Bible, praying, attending church so that they can heal and, and God can still meet them. He's everywhere. There's plenty of cultures that don't have the Bible. There's plenty of churches or cultures that don't have uh, churches. There's plenty of cultures that don't even know what prayer is and they can still find God. He can still speak to us where we are. So please keep this in mind as you interact with others. Any comments that cause survivors to feel blamed, shamed, or judged will be deleted. I am quick to do this. Sometimes I will respond one time. Sometimes I will just remind people what this group is for, but it will not turn into a going back and forth and bashing me or bashing other survivors. No tolerance whatsoever. Those comments will be deleted. We are grateful that God sees all, hears all, and knows all, and that he knows our hearts have been deeply wounded in his name. We, he can handle our questions, doubts, and wrestling. I pray that this will be a safe haven for you, a place where you can stop by in the storms of life and rest. So, Again, we know this group is not for everyone. And I just shared yesterday about some churches within the ARC ARC um, network and shared about the ridiculous amounts of money that people get just for speaking <laughs> and the ridiculous amounts of fees that churches are paying just to simply be in these networks. And when you see these numbers and you know that so many of these Mega churches probably do have people living at poverty level and below. It makes my gut absolutely hurt. So I was accused this morning of church bashing. And I'm like, well, what is the church? Because that sure isn't it. Businesses that are run that just have people throwing God's name around. That's not Acts 22. So um, do people get saved? Okay, what is what is saved? Saved from what? You know, we, we, evangelicals especially, it's all about saying a prayer. What happens after somebody prays that prayer? Do we actually enter into life with them? Do we actually walk with them through the hard things? Are we going back to Acts 2 and sitting in people's homes and sharing and, and having all things in common and making sure that basic needs are being met? Because when I see mega churches and I see mega church pastors, that is not in the least bit what I see. And another thing that I share often inside of the group is reports from Julie Royce. And if you do not follow her, I highly advise that you do. Julie is a journalist. 
And she, I don't like the word tirelessly because I'm sure she gets tired. I don't know that tirelessly really means without tired. (laughs) But she pumps out articles every single week. I know she has staff. I know she has like a team of people. But it's amazing to me the amount of research that she does. And she reports facts. And she gets torn up. She gets these things we are, we hear inside of our group. You're just church bashing. and But for the grace of God, I'm going to do a whole different podcast on sin leveling. But just for the sake of simplicity today, sin leveling is when we say that all sins are the same. God's word is extremely clear that not all sins are the same. Okay? We have all sinned and we all fall short of God's glory. We all need a savior. Yes. But we are not all wolves and predators and snakes and vipers and whitewashed tombs. So if you think that by calling out uh, crimes and abuse within church makes us church bashers, then Jesus himself was a church basher. He wasn't. He wasn't a church basher. But what he was is he was a truth and justice speaker. He stood up for truth and righteousness. And when he saw wickedness being done in the name of his father, he flipped tables when he saw people being taken advantage of inside the temple courts, he was so filled with anger that his father's name and his father's reputation was being used to take from the poor. I want to be a table flipper. I want to be someone who says enough is enough and you will stop taking from these people. So many of the women within our group don't even have enough for their basic needs to be met. And these institutions are guilting them into putting money in the offering. And then what is that money actually being used for? Is it taking care of widows, orphans, spiritual widows, spiritual orphans? Is it clothing the naked, feeding the hungry, and housing the ones that do not have shelter? Most churches, it's not. Some churches, a minute percentage of their money does that so that they can say they do that. But if you were to look on a scale of how much money is being used to keep up a fancy building and how much money is going out to salaries, so many of the ministers in the New Testament were bivocational. Bivocational. They worked by the sweat of their brow on top of advancing the gospel. And I just do not see that in most of these mega churches and in most of these these churches in our communities. I just don't see that. I do not see bivocational. Now, I did go to some churches that were smaller and because they did not have the support, the financial support those pastors were. But that is a more of a rarity. So, Held and Healed exists to give you a place to land after you have come through these storms. And many of us have felt like we were alone and we were forsaken. But what we are finding now is that there are thousands upon thousands of women out there who have stories that are extremely similar. So let me tell you a couple of the features of what we have inside the group. So I organize to the best of my ability guides. And I'm going to pull up here and tell you what some of the guides are. So um, there's like a welcome guide to tell you kind of how to get started. Didn't mean to do that. Don't know what I just did. Okay. And then guide number two is right now, and this could change. I could change this up at any time, but at the time of this recording, guide number two is a collection of 27 myths about divorce. And that is by the amazing Gretchen Baskerville. So you can go through and read all those myths and the truth that then. Guide number three is where I 
record and keep um, a record. I don't know. That's just, I just said that twice of all the podcasts that I record. So this podcast today will go right in there. And anytime you want to just click on guide number four is blog posts. I will be honest. I do not write a lot of blog posts. I write short um, posts on my Facebook and my Instagram almost daily, but I very rarely take the time to create blog posts and I need to get into that more, but that's where I keep those. Uh, guide five is definitions and just giving examples of what domestic violence and abuse looks like. Um, number seven is the church's response to abuse. And it just gives some articles and some resources of people who speak about how the church should be responding. Uh, guide eight are podcasts that I refer and um, listen to on a regular basis. So let me tell you who they are. And I may have actually... I may need to actually add some to this. So the ones that I listen to regularly, Jimmy and Clara Hinton speaking out on sexual abuse, on sex abuse. I listen to the Bear Marriage podcast pretty regularly. I record and listen to the Held and Healed podcast. I listen to Adam Young, The Place We Find Ourselves, also Flourish Therapy, Filled to Flourish, and Julie Royce. I listen to those pretty regularly, like weekly or monthly if they only put out a couple a month. And then I have a section of books that I recommend, which I need to definitely go back and update that. Websites and Facebook pages I recommend. Um, guide number 11 are some resources on DV by proxy. Sadly, there's not a whole lot of materials out there I feel safe promoting yet about this topic. So um, One Mom's Battle is the main one that I, re- I recommend. Guide number 12 is legal and safety resources. 13, financial resources. And if you're not familiar yet with Deborah Doak, go back and listen to my podcast. If you are someone who is considering um, divorce and or you work with women who are, Deborah is amazing when it comes to coaching women through the financial aspect. And she can save women thousands, tens of thousands of dollars by helping them determine if they need litigation or mediation and then how to prepare for that. Um, okay, so this is the thing I really wanted to to bring to mind because this is a monthly offering that I have been doing inside. So guide number 14, and I definitely need to go back and update this. I started last June creating what I call monthly podcast studies. So if you just use the little um, magnifying glass inside of our group, the search, and you put in their monthly podcast studies, they'll all pop up, okay? And then eventually I will update guide number 14. But what I'm doing each month is I'm topically organizing. And this is a huge, huge resource for you. Um, The most popular one, I think, was October of last year when I did just a general scratch-the-surface podcast study on nervous system regulation. That is by far our most popular one. Um, in June of last year, I did identifying normal, evil, and wicked people. That was a study that Adam Young had done on a series he had done on his podcast. July of last year, I did a podcast study on finding your way back. And that, that featured Luke and Lauren with Filled to Flourish. August, um, last year I did a study on spiritual abuse. September, I did one on rebuilding after an abusive marriage. And so all these different topics 
that I organize some of my studies, some of my podcasts, and some from other people. So you can just kind of scroll through when you when you pull up that, you can scroll through and see which topics are relevant to you right now. And I did one, I think last month, about you know ways to help survivors. And if you are someone who love survivors, but you just don't really know what helps versus what hurts. Or if you are a survivor and you have somebody in your life who's like, yeah, I really do want to help. I just don't know how. That would be an incredible list of resources to send to them. So check out Inside Held and Healed. Use the search feature. Type in monthly podcast studies. And each month for the last year, I have organized these. Super, super awesome information. Some of us really struggle to read right now, so listening to a podcast is so much more beneficial. Guide 15 is healing from narcissism, because a lot of us have dealt with narcissistic abuse. Um, rebuilding after spiritual abuse in Guide 17, but if you just use the, the um, search feature with the magnifying glass and you type in spiritual abuse, I think hundreds of articles and posts will come up, because we talk about this a lot, a lot. Um, 18 is music resources. So back in 2019, I started creating, um, playlists, uh, on Spotify of songs that go with my word for the year. And then also I really do highly recommend Shane and Shane. I do not listen to a lot of the same worship music that I once did because I have realized, um, so much of the connections to these mega churches and the corruption within, And it really became increasingly hard as I was learning about things that were happening in some of these places. It became really hard to listen to the music. But I do like Shane and Shane. They tend to be more simplistic and focus on vocals and harmonies. And they do some of their own originals. They focus a lot on the book of Psalms. And then they remake other people's stuff. But it, to me right now, is very comforting. So I hope... I hope that they are who they present to be because I really do love their music. In Guide 19, I share some of my favorite mental health resources. Um, And then also just search, use the search engine, the little search feature inside the group and do nervous system regulation and hundreds of articles will come up. In Guide 20, um, I share about Sarah McDougall's The Forms of Abuse series and so the 18 forms, the systems of abuse, the signs of power and abuse, et cetera, et cetera. Guide 21 is childhood abuse recovery resources. And then 22 is parenting resources. 23 is building healthy relationships. Guide 24 is sexual abuse recovery resources. And then guide 25, self-regulate, self-calm, self-soothe. Guide 26 is... I started one about boundaries, but you can also just type boundaries in the search and a lot of things will come up. In guide 27, I talk about the links between trauma and chronic health. And 28 is rebuilding financially. And then 30 is just some what I call happy, hippie, healthy hangout. So I used to have a separate Facebook group where I talked about different holistic, homeopathic type remedies for chronic illness, yada, yada, yada. And I am archiving that group because I just cannot keep up and putting some of those con- that content into this group. So Held and Healed is a group that has so much. There's so much going on in there. And if you spend, you know, 10 minutes a week or an hour a week and you search the things that are pertinent to you, 
Some things we do very consistently is on Saturday, we do Not So Serious Saturday. And ladies uh, save up memes throughout the week and we just dump them into this thread every Saturday. Because laughter is such a healing and regulating thing for our bodies. And so that comment section will usually have 250 to 400 comments every Saturday. That's by far our most active event that happens every week inside the group. And women say that they look forward to it all week long. For some, it's the only time that they smile or they laugh all week long. And so I have been doing this for a long time. I want to say probably a year and a half, maybe two years. And we don't care if memes get reshared. It's going to happen because different people read through the thread every month. Don't worry about that. Just collect three or four or five of your favorite memes throughout the week and then come and share them and laugh. We ask that it be kept PG, PG 14 ish because we, you know, don't want it to be highly offensive. Um, but also sometimes you just need a little bit of that survivor dark humor. So we understand that that's what keeps us alive sometimes. Then also most Sundays, not every Sunday, but most Sundays I go live in the group. And right now we are studying two different books in the live format. So we are doing KJ Ramsey's The Lord is My Courage, one chapter each month. And we are doing Andy Kolber's Try Softer, one chapter each month. And starting in May, we're going to do a Zoom book study of Sheila Ray Gregor's She Deserves Better. So we will have, starting in May, we will have three different books that we are studying as a group. So maybe you can't even afford to buy the book. Jump into the, the lives, jump into the Zoom, and you will still get a lot of great content. Because we want to fill you up with hope and healing and voices that understand and validate your experiences Still women who love Jesus, who still want to follow his ways and his principles, but they completely understand the harm that has been done in his name. And so they come with compassion, they come with care, they come with grace, and they present his love and his truth in a way that most survivors can just take a deep breath. All of that is happening in this group, y'all. All of that and so much more is happening inside of this group. Women have found community with each other. They have found connections with women who live nearby them and some of them get together face to face. Um, Some of us have uh, messenger threads where we get together and share. There are other women who have done the Give Her Wings Academy and we've started threads and messenger just to keep in touch with one another. In one of those groups, those other four women have become some of my closest friends in the last two years. Like I can't even begin to tell you how much this group has ministered to my heart. The women in this group have become my family. And many of them I will probably never meet before I get to heaven. But they are my people. And some of them I am in contact with on um, a weekly basis, some on a daily basis. It is a powerful, powerful move. And so if you are a woman who is rebuilding your life after abuse, or if you love women who are rebuilding their lives, this could be a place where you could come and you could learn. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You can just absorb. If you want to jump in and create community, there are women there who will embrace you and love on you. I cannot read and respond to every single comment, but I try. I really do try. And I want people to know that when they are taking their time to to write a response, that someone sees that. 
And so I may not be able to comment on everything, but I do try to at least use an emoji, a reaction of some sort so that you know that somebody read your comment. But there are thousands of comments that come through on any given day. And so I, um, I do my best to keep up with them, but also I am one person, right? So that is a little bit about held and healed. And I just felt like it was really important to kind of share this. And I'm going to also share this inside the group. So we understand again, that it's not for everyone. It's okay. It's okay. If it's not your cup of tea, if it's not your, I'm trying to think of other little um, analogies, but if it's not your place, that's okay. But for many people, it is, it is. And we want to make sure this space is as safe as humanly possible. We will not tolerate people saying we're nitpicking. We will not tolerate words like church bashing. We will not tolerate, um, you're just too this, or you're just too critical, or you're just too sensitive. You're just too emotional because we've dealt with that for all of our lives. All of our lives, we've dealt with that. So if you feel like the women in this group are too emotional and too sensitive and too critical, this is probably not the place. And that's okay. That's okay. It would not bless you or bless us for you to hang out with us, right? But what we want is for people who have been harmed in their homes, in their churches, in other institutions, in their families of origin, etc. We want them to have a place to come and just breathe, We want them to come and have a place where they don't feel like they have to have their defenses up and their walls up. We want them to come and and sit and soak among women who have been through the fire and are passionate about going back into that fire to just pull their sisters out. I have seen such beautiful, beautiful community, beautiful support, beautiful encouragement, beautiful everything happening inside of this group. And then occasionally there's somebody that comes in and they want to self-promote or they want to bash people who are just trying to safely land. So I even say, and I've said this on the podcast before, like if I'm getting ready to pray during a live or during a podcast, if you can't handle that right now because you have had prayer used as a weapon to control you, manipulate you, and abuse you, shut the video off, shut the podcast off while I say the prayer because I don't want to be one more person that causes you to feel unsafe. I'm not going to quote scriptures at you. I'm not going to do that. I've had people do that to me most of my life. And most of those scriptures were taken out of context. They were twisted and they were used to put shame and blame and responsibility on me for what other people had done to me. That's not the heart of the gospel. That's not the heart of Jesus. Jesus came and he sat with people who were real and people who were hurting. And the ones that he had the harshest words for were the spiritual leaders who were hypocrites. Vipers, wolves, whitewashed tombs. He had very strong language for people who used his name, used the temple, used the word to harm others. That is what one of the things that we do inside of this group. So... I am grateful for the ones who come and hang out and bless others. And if it is irritating to you and triggering to you to see us calling out spiritual abuse, then this is probably not the right space. And it's okay. 
we can release each other and we can love each other and we can say, I'm just in a different place right now. And it doesn't mean that um, we have to be unkind or disrespectful. So held and healed, Christian women rebuilding after abuse. It is a Facebook group, lovely group of women. Currently we have three different book studies running and all kinds of other great content being shared and community being built. As always, you can go to heatherelizabeth.org and you can check out other um, offerings I have. The upcoming retreat, please, please get enrolled and signed up because we are going to have a cap for that. We are going to limit how many people. That is an online retreat with Sarah McDougall and myself, and we are going to focus a lot on nervous system regulation and healing the body, the mind, the spirit after abuse. That is September 8th through 10 online. And you can still gather with people who live near you and do a retreat of sorts or a little getaway. But we decided with my health issues and her health issues this year that online was going to be a wiser option. And you can also go to the Honor Project Movement dot org, Honor Project Movement dot org, and you can support the work of our nonprofit. Our main goals right now are helping to coach women with resources. And connect them with Deborah Doak's financial coaching groups and with Megan and Mountain City Christian Counseling with the DV Crisis Response Groups. We are getting ready to do our annual Mother's Day gathering for local mamas. And then we will gear up for our Christmas blessings. Last year, we blessed 100 mamas and kiddos with gifts at Christmas time. So we have all kinds of projects coming up and we need your help. I will not be shy about that. I will not apologize for that. We are looking at options to try to get like a monthly program so that people can just kind of set it and forget it kind of a thing. But with the platform we use with PayPal giving, it is fee free, which we love. It doesn't give the option of a monthly gift, but we know that for those of us who have a lot on our plate, if we could just set something up and have it taken out like 20 bucks or 25 bucks a month, um, instead of having to go every single month and pay, we know that that would be easier. So we're looking into some options, but at the very least you could set a timer, you know, or set something in your calendar for this particular day of the month, but gifts of 20 or $25 a month would really help us to get established and rooted and have a foundation of, of funds coming in. Now, if you're a survivor and you are just rebuilding your life, we know that you may not have that. We get that. But if you are someone who has the means or if you are a business owner and you would like to donate a more substantial amount annually, we are just looking at different ways to get support and be able to project what we have coming up so that we can get more groups running at a time. Another thing we would love to do down the road when we have the resources, we would like to offer women one-on-one coaching and counseling as well. But as you know, that is a much more substantial financial commitment. And so we have to have the funds before we can tell the women that we have that. But the need for coaching and counseling is the greatest need that we are presented with on a regular basis. And so we want to respond to that. So if you have the means, if you're a business owner or you know a business owner who would get behind us, please message me and we can find a way to set up your annual donations, all fee-free, tax-deductible, all the good stuff. So that's honorprojectmovement.org and we would be honored to be considered for your regular monthly or annual giving. 
So that's that for today. I know that was kind of like a house, more of a housekeeping type of a a post, but I wanted to record this so that I can share it with the ladies in the group. And then maybe there are some of you out there that haven't joined us yet. Again, women only um, for the safety, the privacy of these ladies that is necessary to us. And we just pray that you will feel held even as you are being healed. Blessings.